Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fully Accountable Podcast. I'm your host, Leia Vahere. Well, happy Lover's Day today. Well, I guess you will be listening to this on the 15th, but today as I am recording, it is Valentine's Day, February 14th. I hope you guys had an amazing um, day, holiday, if you celebrate it, if you don't. Um, I've always loved Valentine's Day. Uh, It's definitely one for the girls, and I think it should stay that way. Um, I have even like been in a relationship or not in a relationship, even when I was like little, um, we would always get a Valentine's gift from my mom. And so, you know, on the morning of Valentine's, you would wake up and there would be like a little gift waiting by your bed that would be filled with like, you know, some candy and chocolate and maybe a little toy or um, stuffed animal, you know, something like that um, for Valentine's Day. So, I've always liked Valentine's Day and I always liked it in school and handing out the invitations and then, you know, as you get older, receiving flowers or buying yourself flowers or just, you know, acknowledging it in some way or another. I have always liked this holiday because I think it's cute and I think there's nothing wrong with, you know, taking extra effort um, for, you know, love and actually this is reminding me um so of an experience I had so I've moved all over the place right like I can't even I can't even tell you how many times I've moved probably it's like more than 13 but maybe less than 20 it might be even getting up to 20 now so I've moved a lot and I've lived in different um towns cities provinces um countries I guess now U.S. and Canada Um, but I have you know so I've kind of been all over and um, what I found really interesting one time is uh, when I was living in Toronto I was working downtown and um, you know if you've ever been to Toronto it's like our little mini New York it's nowhere near as big as New York but kind of like similar vibes I guess you could say Um, and it is very like, you know, a lot of hustle and bustle downtown. And I remember it was like the first year I lived there and I was leaving for work and it was on Valentine's day. And like every single person was like getting out of work early and every single guy had flowers in his hands. And I was like, holy shit, like these guys love it. (laughs) So it was just, it was such a, uh, sight to see because there's hundreds probably thousands of people in like a tiny crammed area right in like where there's a bunch of transit you know there's the trains there's the subway there's the um rail car truck things whatever on this on the uh road there's taxi cabs there's people driving people walking and everybody had flowers like everybody had flowers i had no idea that it was such a like celebrated event um in the city so I don't know what that says about the men and women in that in that town um I guess they all really like leaned into the romantic um holiday of Valentine's Day but and maybe it's like that other places uh but everybody is more like every if you ever live in like a rural town and like 
you know, everyone's kind of like keeping to themselves or in their houses. You know, you're driving. There's no real public transportation. It's just not such like a hub of people. So I guess this was just like a way where you could like clearly see it. Oh, and also like, of course, there, there was like lineups out of the liquor store like everybody picking up wine or or some sort of like cocktail for the night so I thought that was super interesting to to witness and I had no idea I had no idea uh it was the first time I'd ever seen it like that celebrated so I can tell you for a fact um being here in like rural uh Idaho I I'm seeing a little bit of vibes of uh valentine's day like there's definitely some flowers in the grocery store i saw a couple you know blue collared males get get, getting their flowers and i always think that's so cute and i think it's just very lovely that you know people take the time to to get flowers for their significant other or their mom or whatever and um or their daughters you know um because remember valentine's it's for the girls (laughs) and um I, yeah, I went to like a little bakery and I got some um, freshly baked goods that like it's like a natural bakery that are all Valentine's uh, themed. And, you know, I don't, I'm not so much of a person who wants to like go out on Valentine's Day. I would much prefer to stay in because I don't like a set menu, uh, which is usually the case on like if you ever go out for dinner on like New Year's or Valentine's. It's always a set menu um, just because it makes it easier because it's so freaking busy. And I get that. Um, working in the service service industry, you want to keep it simple and streamlined and like easy for the kitchen because they're probably pumping out, you know, double if not triple the amount of people they would do on a regular night. And I just don't like that because <laughs> I have like, you know, definitely my own, especially around here, like there's no vegan um restaurants around here so I would end up eating nothing uh yeah so I like to I always like to like stay in and either like make a meal or just you know but acknowledge it in some way right so uh, if that is you if you are celebrating it with friends or if you're celebrating with a loved one or alone you know I hope you guys take some time to either make a really good meal or have a dessert when you wouldn't really usually have a dessert, you know, something special. Because, you know, it's just, I like all of that. Why not? I don't like to be jaded towards any holidays. I like holidays, though, truthfully. Like, I like Easter. I love Christmas. Love Halloween. Um, like, I really love Halloween, actually. I feel like Halloween's one of those holidays, though, that is, like, slowly dying. Like, just no one's amped up about it anymore uh, for whatever reasons. You know, we're all getting more particular about the candy we're serving. It's, like, not as, it's not safe to go to strangers' doors anymore. Um, kids just aren't, like, into it as much uh, because they get whatever they want whenever they want, which is cool, too. You know, I don't, it doesn't really matter. Um... But I've always loved Halloween, but I've always loved like, you know, the dressing up and the costumes and um, the spookiness, but like in a in a fun spookiness, like a Nightmare Before Christmas spookiness, nothing gory and like crazy Um, because, yeah, I don't I don't condone any kind of like dark energy (laughs) in that form Um, and I don't like haunted houses, but I do like, you know, some of that silly spookiness like Halloween Town or Hocus Pocus or whatever. So, um, 
But I do find that's like a dying holiday because, you know, everybody around here anyways, no one goes door to door. They do like a trunk or treat where the, and this might be just like exclusive to like small towns, but like around here, they'll do like a, a park. They'll have a park. Everybody brings their vehicles. You open up like the back of your Suburban decorate it with like Halloween decorations and then you get to hand out candy to the kids and the kids basically form like a large line and just like parade through and get candy from everybody with the um the who's handing out you know candy or whatever so I my mom does it every year it's super cute uh seeing like the kids and their little outfits and everything like that and it, you know I mean, it works. If that's like what the direction of Halloween is going in, that's fine too. Um, kids are all in a park, they're running around, they're getting their candy and it's all over and done with within like an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> so I don't know how I got on the tangent of Halloween, but anyways, happy Valentine's Day, guys. I, yeah, I feel like February is just moving right along. I think there's a lot of forward momentum energy and I just like, you know, it's been really exciting this week. I feel like a lot of things are kind of like unfolding, um, lo like not overdue, but like, it, what's the right word I'm looking for? You know, when you've been like working towards something, like whether it's like a project or an idea or launching a business or a product or something, you know, like you've been working at this and now finally like everything that you've been manifesting is like slowly coming down into like that, that 3D reality. It's not quite there yet, you know, but it's like, it's right there where you're like kind of pulling it into fruition. And it, and that could be like, you know, like, renovating a house or buying a house or moving or something you know anything where you're like oh my gosh is this like is this really gonna happen like is this gonna am I gonna be able to pull this off like that's how I feel um is the energy right now where the that long that long run of you know putting in all this time and effort um is just kind of coming to a head and we're starting to see you know the light at the end of the tunnel for all this like new expansion and um completion or of you know things that we've just been working really hard at so that's what i felt um has been kind of going down these last couple weeks and with that being said um it's really got me on the wavelength of honoring, you know, your energy system and honoring how you work uh, most effectively and most efficiently. And I wonder, you know, I wonder if people think about this. I know I do. I think about this all the time because I'm always thinking, you know, what is the best way I can work and, um, you, you know, put my gifts out into the world Um you know, run my business that is in the most highest alignment with myself because I'm all about, you know, longevity and like the long term and not just like short, short term goals, right? Like I'm looking at like the big picture of like, how do I want to be showing up every single day? And, um, how do I want to be um, operating my business and like in a way where I don't feel burnt out or I don't feel uninspired or I don't feel bored, right? 
I want to make sure that everything that I'm doing remains in alignment so that those feelings never happen because those feelings are very real and they happen to a lot of people along the way where they aren't like truly like passionate about whatever they're doing or they aren't truly like aligned like they didn't look at like the big picture like I and I see that with um different like small businesses whether it's like like a coffee shop say you uh decide to open up a coffee shop and you are you know doing some like lunch items like it's a little cafe coffee shop whatever and you work really hard and you get it off the ground and you get some employees and it's moving along and stuff like that and now you like basically don't want to work there anymore um And it's only been like five years because you're like over it and you're overworking there and doing the day-to-day things. I just, I find that very fucking interesting where it's like people who start these businesses and expect them to be like a fully running operation where they don't, they can be completely hands-off. And you know what? Maybe that works for some places, but I don't think that works on an energetic, like spiritually aligned business. Uh, like with the, with like a coffee shop where it's like your energy, your customer service, your passion, all that good stuff. You know, if you like, before you even decide to open up that coffee shop, like maybe check in with yourself and see like, do I actually want to be doing and being in this place for the next like 15 years? Like, do I actually want to be there day in, day out, putting my energy into this? If not, like if I'm actually like not that passionate about coffee and, you know, cooking and making like different cafe menu items and like hosting events, if I'm actually like not that um, passionate about it, and I just think this is a good, easy, like, business opportunity to you know have a have a business and earn money I would maybe rethink that or I would be very very mindful of that and be very very mindful that you might have to pay someone else more than you expected to put their energy and their love and their passion into it to run that business for you because like anything like any sort of business Uh, on that sort of level you need to put like an actual physical like care and attention and love into it in order for it to be successful and I know there's a lot of restaurants out there where the owner doesn't actually work there you know full-time and you know they're more just like kind of the upper you know higher like you know handling the money and whatever else but The only ones that I have found, because I've worked in the serving industry, the only ones I've found that work really well are the ones that get really good general general managers who feel like ownership over the company or ownership over the cafe or restaurant and they're compensated well and, you know, maybe they even have shares in it. Like, I feel like you need to have someone, you have to have that energy, whether it's from yourself as a business owner or from the people that you employ, they need to have that sense of um, connectedness to the, to the company. Um, And I, and that comes from, you know, that comes like top down, that comes from like the, the person who is building the business right and if you and that all comes back to like honoring your your energy and your work type of like being in an aligned business if you don't find yourself you know super passionate about what you're doing maybe like reconsider that or like don't think such in like a short-term mindset and that and that is like 
so prevalent right now in our society with these whole short-term, short-term, earn money quick sort of business models. Like whether it's like, you know, buying a program to learn how to do like short-term investing or if it's like a multi-level marketing setup where you get in early on a product and you create a downline and you make money that way. Like it's not, it's like the, the passion runs hot and heavy and runs out, like dries up really quick is what I found. And maybe it's two years, maybe it's five years, but like ultimately it that passion usually dries up versus if it is something that like you love and it's like a gift that you're meant to put out there in the world, you are able to run that marathon with it. You know, you're able to outlast uh, anybody else who's in the industry because you have that passion behind it. And that's what I've found with my own business. Like this has been such a long, um, long time coming. Like this has been um, five years and a lot of ups and downs. Um, it's been a lot of um, detours, uh, a lot of reshifting and reconfiguring of the business. Um, I had to, you know, part ways with ex-business partners in order to get where I'm at. I had to set boundaries. I had to, I had to fucking like shake up the system in order to get where I am now, where we're finally at this, um, not a crossroads, but we're finally at this point where, okay, this is what I envisioned for the company. This is what I envisioned the big picture. This is what I envisioned for myself as a career, as a business owner, like the, the size, the magnitude, the, 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 all of it, like all the logistics that go into what I have envisioned for the company. Now it's very clear and it feels very possible. And before I always had that vision, but I wasn't able to get there until I moved some things around and changed some things within myself and had to, you know, change some dynamics within the company in order for it to fully become aligned uh, with me and my energy uh, so that I could create something that is sustainable for a long time coming, right? And that has been very, very eye-opening. And one thing that I've realized um, is I have been doing a lot of research in, well, not a lot of research, but you know, like I'm, I have been asking questions and talking with people who know about human design and then also doing some research on human design. And if you don't know what human design is, I've brought it up multiple times, you know, just give it a quick Google, even like search a hashtag human design on um, Instagram. You can basically find your entire like energetic makeup of how you are, how you operate, how your energy systems operate in this world. And it's super interesting. It's like a whole nother layer, way, way more deeper personalized layer than like a zodiac sign, you know? Um, and I find, um, I've known my human design for a while. And when I very first found out I was a projector, which I know a lot of you know, because I've talked about that before, um, I was super fucking confused and a little like, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, fuck, this sucks. This isn't like, this like sounds awful. And like, 
how the hell am I supposed to be successful in this world? And like, basically, it was just it was just like so disheartening. And so I kind of just like put it off uh, to the side, not really understanding it and like moved on with my day because I didn't get it. And I was kind of frustrated by the whole, um, I guess, information about what a projector means. And it wasn't until like of lately where I am very, being very, very mindful of my energy and um, my intention for um, building for building my business right now. And I am being very mindful because I don't want to sabotage myself or I don't want to create unnecessary hardship because I am not being patient and I am not... Um, honoring what is naturally aligned for me so that has um kind of prompted me to look more into human design and also revisiting the universal laws that are covered in 12db school which is a business school uh done by liana shante and that has been very very intriguing so I have, and I've actually seen it um, play out in my my life in different ways um, as like what, what happens when I don't honor uh, what my natural human design is. Because if, as you know, like a projector is one of the more difficult signs to operate in this world that is um, filled with a bunch of generators. So our world, you know, 75%, maybe it's like 85% of the world are generators or like manifesting generators, but I think it's generators or they're called like energy types. So maybe that's manifesting generators and generators alike. Um, They are an energy type that is like, you know, what is it called? Like rinse, repeat. Like it's just, it's just like go, 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 wait, you know, um, wait to respond you know like they can constantly be like testing out their energy type and reworking their energy and they can just like repeat and repeat and repeat and go and go and go and go and go and like they're awesome because they can just like wake up and do the thing again and again and again and manifest like real successful lives for themselves and um I have a minute, I have a generating a generator parent. My dad is a generator. My mom is a reflector, which is one of the rarest types uh, out there. But with him being a generator, he is like to a T. That's what he is, which is like constant, just wake up and grind, and um, that can be very uh, exhausting for a projector to be around because I guess um, as a adult projector uh we are some of the most deeply conditioned people on the planet because we have been conditioned by generators so if you were a projector uh it might be helpful to see what human design your parents are and that will um just help you identify how you have been conditioned uh growing up because like i said this is all like new information not new information but not everybody grew up with this information in in hand right and so if you don't know anything about this and you have a child you're just going to you know expect them to be like you to operate like you because all you have is your own frame of reference of uh, how you operate in this world and so 
um, with that being in school and you know, being in school, going to class, having um, fucking nine to five jobs, having parent a parent who's a generator. I was super conditioned to be in that constant go uh, type of frame of mind. And like, you're not doing enough and you need to keep up and you need to keep going and you need to, you know, just show up and um, just keep on like rinse and repeat until you get some success. And Yes, I can do that, but I also burn out real hard, real quick, probably after about like six months. And that only happens if I am not honoring my energy and my my energy type. So I found that just really, really interesting to be mindful of because as the company grows and as things evolve and grow, I need to ensure that I am at my optimum state so that I can put my best foot forward and that I can show up and do my part for the company just like everybody else is showing up and doing their part for the company. And Uh, What I found is like projectors are a non-energy type. So that means that we can actually become super slaves to energy forces around me or around us. So so, um, when you are a non-energy type, you if you are surrounded by manifesting generators or generators alike, you will try to mimic and be like they are. And that almost just becomes like what they call in human design as a super slave to that energy because it's not authentically you it's not your own energy you know you're just feeding off of theirs you're trying to keep up you're trying to basically be everything you're not and that just like does not work especially like long term and it just doesn't make sense if you were constantly trying to be mindful of living an aligned life. And so when I found all this out for myself, I was like, this was so contradicting to the inner programming that I had within myself. Um, and I was talking, you know, to some people in my uh, my business school of like, you know, the fact that the idea that a projector could be seen as lazy just gives me such a fucking pit in my stomach. And I find that is probably why I like to work alone. I like to be alone. And I like to, I don't want to be micromanaged. And having all of those little safeguards put in place helps put a shield or a wall or a protection up against uh, what I feel like people would consider lazy because I and I've always like been that way like I want to be in my own room I loved working from home I loved you know working for companies that didn't micromanage me Um, and even in relationships I don't want you know I want to do what I want to do in the house alone I don't want them around I don't want them like you know, I just, I always liked having that, that alone time. And it's because it's the only time I feel like I can fully relax and be myself. And so what I'm doing right now is just being mindful of, you know, vocalizing my needs and setting my boundaries and working on my own stuff so that I am not, um, taking on anybody else's projections. And that is part of like the healing process. And 
I feel like a real telltale sign of healing is when other people's projections just go right through you. Like when you stop taking on other people's projections, when you stop accepting it, when you literally feel nothing, when you, when someone is trying to judge you or project their own feelings onto you and you just feel nothing, that is an awesome sign of healing. Uh, and I do have that all way more in life. It's so freeing. It's so nice. And I, I am focused on continuously like expanding that, especially with working closely with my dad and our dynamic because there's like a lot to do and a lot of work to be done. And I am, you know, I can feel old patterns or old feelings of needing to keep up, um, not wanting to feel judgment by him, um, wanting to ensure that I'm seen like I'm doing my part, like all of those things. I am working on letting all that go and not taking on those projections um, because like, I don't know, maybe he has them, maybe he doesn't. That doesn't really matter. All that matters is how I feel inside and that's something that I can completely 100% control. And that is something that I feel we all need to be mindful of and remember is we can 100% control how we feel inside. And if that means, you know, just taking some some time to be mindful and being patient with ourselves with like healing and clearing that, so be it. Like that's that's fine. Um, and so it's funny because like projectors, you know, can uh, like it's all known for like, oh, you have to rest and you have to take naps and you have to, um, you know, have that alone time and everything like that. But yet projectors are some of the most busiest people on the planet. And I can vouch for that where I may be, I may be not be busy in a sense of like going here, going there, like and doing a lot of like social outings. But I definitely feel like I am a very busy person where I can get a lot done in a very short amount of time in a very efficient way. And when I am like in that flow of, you know, allowing myself like to have that afternoon nap, like I've been taking naps, man, since forever. Like I always have taken naps and now it's like, yeah, I'm just leaning harder into that because I've always done it. Like, yeah, if you know me, you know that I nap all the time and, but yet I can like get up and go. Um, and get work done when I'm in that right energy uh, state of mind. And it's funny because like I remember, and this didn't happen often. Um, it happened a couple times, but like I remember I was in working uh, for this corporate job and I was an office uh, manager and executive assistant and I was helping with this uh presentation prep and the person who was putting on a presentation like I mean it's yeah it's a big deal you're in front of your colleagues you're you know wanting everything to run smoothly I get it absolutely and the person who was hosting this presentation um was a fucking micro manager and keep in mind I had worked with this person for two years not quite two and a half years yet and I had always shown up, always gotten everything done when, you know, I've always taken, I always took care of everybody in that office, like everything, you just knew that it was going to get done. And that was like constant feedback that I received is they always knew they could count on me. They didn't even have to check in. 
it would be done quickly and efficiently and it was just all good right well this guy his nerves had let you know kind of gotten the better of him better of him and he was trying to micromanage me and he was like wanting I was editing and creating a video for him and he was like asking me okay well when it when is when do you expect this to be done when what time what what time exactly will this be done and I remember I looked at him and I was like it'll be done when it's done the end of discussion and he was like what because he's like a fucking vice president and I'm like an office manager and I was like listen dude I've never let you down. I've never dropped the ball. It will be done when it's done. And just know it will be done on time. Not going to give you a specific date. Not going to give you a specific time. But it will be done in time with plenty, you know, plenty of room for you to make any notes or edits before the presentation. And he's like, okay, but like what time? And I'm like, not giving you one. (laughs) I was like, not giving you one. And, uh, and I was like, end of discussion. Like, I'm not talking about this anymore. We can move on. And he was like, kind of a taken aback and probably fucking pissed. And, but I did not, I didn't fucking care because I was like, no, I didn't come this far, do this much, bend over backwards for all of this stuff to be fucking micromanaged now. So yeah, I put that to a, a whole halt and, um, and then, you know, I think I had it done like by that Saturday and um he was like super appreciative and happy and whatever else and it was all good all great no edits needed to be made even and it worked out perfectly but again it was just like I work on my own terms and I but I always but I I feel like I've earned the right to work on my own terms because I always show up and I always execute and I always keep my word so If you are a projector type who is more flaky, who doesn't stick to your word and who doesn't execute, well, you know, people are probably going to doubt the, your capacity, you know, they're probably going to, the trust isn't going to be there. So that's kind of what I have found works well with my need for not being micromanaged, for needing my space to do things on my own time. Um, I, uh, I feel like I have the right to do that because I always deliver and I never, I always keep my word. Um, if I was just flaking out, you know, not getting projects done, making promises and not keeping them, um, you know, having outrageous, you know, deadlines where I like, you know, I'm not getting back to you for six months or something crazy. Um, yeah, I would, I would definitely understand why people wouldn't would feel a little antsy around me but that's not the case so if you are a projector and you do need to you know operate in that flow where you get things done um, I think it is up to you to hold yourself accountable in ensuring that you are uh, fulfilling your end of the bargain you are holding up your promises and you are you know meeting those deadlines that you have set for yourself right it's, it's always like a give and take and a like a constant flow of energy, right? It can't just be like your way or the highway. It's got to be that, that fluid um, momentum where both parties have some trust uh, set within each other. And if one party, you know, fucks up and uh, the trust is broken, well, okay, that's, that's fine. Just probably you know I just personally wouldn't work with them again and that's just that's my own call on stuff right you can make your own call on that um and 
I just, um, I just like really found it interesting. The, there was like one thing I was reading, um, about the projectors. Oh, so as a projector, it's, you're always like waiting for the invitation. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Like what an invitation. But I was talking to someone who does human design charts and she said, you know, the invitation, what she has seen has been, it's more of an energetic feeling versus a tangible ask. And, and it can be a tangible ask. Absolutely. And those are great too. And those are very easy to identify. But a lot of the times, you know, these invitations can be very subtle and they're more on a energetic base. And I found that really, really helpful to just open it up um, to more of that that feeling of like, okay, I, I think I understand what she's saying. I can sort of wait for that and, and that will honor my flow. So when, how I related that was my day-to-day work when I have, um, say, if I need to be calling clients or trying to set up um, things with clients and or cold call customers like that kind of stuff because that, that's all part of the game when you're building a business right is getting yourself out there connecting yes I post on Instagram but like my demographic really isn't on Instagram for the most part on the commercial side it is for the retail side but for the commercial it's not it's more of that face-to-face that phone call that meeting that sort of thing the tournaments trade shows, that's where my clients are, right? And so I find that if I wait for that energetic invitation of like, yes, today is the day and I'm in, I'm going to call, you know, all these people or I'm going to do all these meetings. When I wait for that, like if I don't like just push, if I wait for that, all my conversations are awesome. I end up getting way more traction with people and I end up just, it just feels so much better. Versus if I spend a day, um, and I've experimented with this fully, if I actually get up and I'm like, okay, it's written in my day to planner, call 10 golf courses. I don't really feel like doing that, but I do it anyways. Usually no one answers. (laughs) No one picks up the phone. I get a bunch of voicemails or I have like maybe one, two awkward conversations. So I have, and I've absolutely, it's such a drastic uh, difference in the results that I obtain. And this, and this is not for everybody, you know, generators, manifesting generators, you guys can just bit bop, you can go, you can do, you can keep the energy up. I'm specifically talking about projectors here where if you are in that right energetic space where you feel like, yes, today is the day that I need to go and meet with these people or I need to call these people, you will find that so much more serendipitous uh, connections happen. And that is all part of the magic of honoring your human design. Like that is part of uh, the invitations that you can receive uh, that are just I don't, that just like catapult you like ahead by feats and leaps and bounds um, because you are in that right alignment, you're in that right frequency. And so that is kind of like the upper hand that being a projector can have. Where with generators and manifesting generators, you know, they can like find what's aligned and just keep on 
working towards it and going and going and going and they get success and it works out and you know a little a roadblock here and there just doesn't you know it just doesn't phase them and they just like listen to their intuition and they know when to pivot you know like all that good stuff with projectors we can work less and get the same results if not more results as anybody else and that's kind of like a mind-bending thing to um wrap your head around because we live in a world full of generators so it's not something you see commonly and also it's not something that anybody else can feel right this is just something as a projector and I hope for myself I can help other people see like hey you can be successful in business by honoring your energy and honoring your human design I did it through this way, you know, by being a projector. I did it this way. So that's kind of like one of my, I think, future focused goals will be is to just like really be mindful and document my own uh, internal process of how I am able to manifest success being a projector. Because I just, I I find it's just very fuzzy and it's um, very, it's just like very vague like it's very vague because like I'm sure like most of those human design you know chart readers are all fucking manifestors or generators themselves so it's like how do you know you can't know what we feel and how we operate unless you are us right and not saying that any of them are claiming to be but it's just it's a I feel like it hits different when someone from your own uh human design is speaking to it and they are you know maybe manifesting some sort of like success or or life that like you also want to aspire to have, right? So that's kind of something that I feel is um, on the forefront for for me is just really just being like a third party observer in all of this and seeing how it flows, seeing um, any kind of like uh, resistance that comes up within myself from my previous, you know, conditioning of being in a generator world and then seeing what kind of, uh, success flows to me because it is, like I said, very, um, ambiguous and very like, I don't know, just like, it's just, I, it's just not, it just doesn't feel super tangible, which is okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's harder to articulate when it's more esoteric, I guess is the word that I'm looking for. And um, what I also like found interesting and it really hit home for me was um, when if you were a projector, if you try to give like unsolicited advice, um, the other party who's receiving that can feel really like icky and it, it, it can feel very like suffocating and just kind of like an ick feeling. And I was like, oh, God. I don't want to, I don't want to do that to anybody. I don't want anyone to feel that. And I totally have. I'm positive I've made people feel that way where I just see, you know, truth or a more, uh, you know, efficient way of doing something. Or I just, I see like the writing on the wall and it's like so fucking obvious to me. And I just want to like blurt it out and let them know. Well, if they haven't asked if they haven't received, if they haven't given you like the nudge that they want to, they want to get your opinion on something, that is just going to, your projection of your wisdom, your advice, how you see things so clearly is just going to be, you know, felt, fallen on deaf ears and it's going to be met with major resistance and a major feeling of, you know, ick, 
you know, I don't like the, the message will just get lost in translation, right? Like it just, it won't, it won't have any impact. So instead you just want to like conserve that energy and really just hold off and, and practice that mastery of patience, um, of waiting for people to give you the green light. Um, and I think that is just something super mindful in conserving your own energy because as a projector you're in a non-energy type and so you have a finite amount of energy that you can give to the world before you have to retreat and recharge right so if you're on uh in a group setting and um you're you know you i i okay this is my own personal experience like if i'm like in a group setting like on a girl's trip and this is like this isn't really happening much anymore but like say like when I was younger and I was like in a dynamic of like a girl's trip and like we're going to Vegas and like you know it's a bunch of girls we're all fucking unhealed we're all you know just bit bopping around I would find myself like just like giving advice and like just like going here going there like just like like just feeding advice of like you shouldn't do this you should do this you should blah 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 blah, blah. all this kind of stuff and it was just a constant like blast of energy on all these people who aren't asking for it and what is the result it falls on deaf ears no one is making any kind of changes and I'm super depleted and I've done it to myself like that's not on anybody that was on me and that would happen again and again and again and so what I find now it's like holding on to that energy uh space of myself And just, you know, when people come to me or, you know, there's that one-on-one interaction where the person and I are really connecting, that's when I'll give, you know, my two cents on something. And it can feel like night and day. Um, It feels energizing. It feels, you know, revved up. It feels just charged. It's just, I don't, I don't leave that interaction feeling depleted. And that has been really interesting to kind of be in that flow of life now. And I just, I kind of thought like, oh, maybe this is just with age because I, you know, do not prioritize. I don't party anymore. I don't um, do any kind of like superficial group settings. I don't have a big, you know, social group of people. You know, if I'm hanging out with you, it's probably because I really like you and I care about you. Like, I'm not just going places to go places anymore. And I just thought that was all with age. But I, it is honestly just me being very mindful of what feels aligned for me and what feels authentic to me. And I am not going to, you know, settle for anything less, right? Because I'm not trying to impress anybody. I don't need to. And neither do you, right? And... Um, it's just, I don't know, it, I found that as like, just knowing that like I could give an ick to someone else is enough for me to be mindful and um, not do any sort of projections on people when they are not asking for it. Um, and that has been just like a really great eye opener for all of this. And I just, I feel like if you are, you know, not even mindful, if you don't even know your human design, that's fine. Um, it's, I highly recommend you like going and, and just doing a little research on it. But even if you don't, like, just know that you 
can uh, you can be extremely successful honoring how your energy best fits into this world you know like being that authentic version of yourself even if it's different from everybody around you can still manifest massive abundance and success and just overall like you'll just be overall happier and like above all else like that is that is the most important right that is the to have that inner peace that inner contentness with yourself and your makeup like that I feel like is priority one um, over the money and everything else obviously we need money to live we want to you know not have to stress about bills and we want to leave our mark on this world and all that good stuff but having like it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's like you should prioritize like that inner peace, you know, first and then build everything else on top of that, right? Um, and that's what I'm trying to do, you know, for myself is just really not being afraid to be who I am and um, just being thankful for any kind of triggers that comes up so and, I, and that is like a huge one if you find yourself being triggered um by something or fear of judgment of something st- instead of letting yourself like feel anxious over it um just f- be thankful and like take a beat and be thankful for it because that trigger is showing you something that you need to clear something that you need to heal that is a, a wound of something that has nothing to do with the event at hand, nothing to do with the person or the place or anything like that. It most likely is something rooted in your childhood that you have the opportunity now to bring to light, right? And when we shed light on things, it can no longer hide in the dark. And I that is when real healing can take place, is bringing those things from the shadows and you know, shining a massive, massive amount of light on it. And yeah, that's kind of, I don't know, that has been what's just been coming through for me this week. And um, I hope, you know, some of this resonates with you guys who are projectors, or if you have a projector in your life, um, maybe this kind of gives you a little bit of clarity on how they operate or gives you a some inspiration to dive in a little bit deeper to just see, you know, how they operate and, um, you know, just give them space and freedom um, and just comfort, you know, to be themselves and not have to hide it because they're worried about getting judged by you, you know, like that's priority one, right? Um, So yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I hope you have an amazing, you know, Valentine's Day and a great weekend so make sure to like and subscribe and you can follow me on instagram at leah.fahere and i will chat with you guys next week have a good one